0: Hello.
1: <laughs> Are we going? Yeah. All right, I we're going. We're Lovely. Done. Welcome Hello. back to the uh Ulit Music Show with with Harry and Joe. And we have a very special guest. We have our first guest today. It is the good old Callum.
2: Hey. That's it's it. Me. It's me. It's Callum.
1: Round of applause. What don't you tell everyone a bit about yourself, Callum? For those who aren't maybe familiar with yourself?
2: Uh yeah, for those who don't know me, I'm a second year at Ulip. Um very interested in music, obviously, that's why I'm here. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Guys, you've got me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't know you liked music. Yeah. I don't know. There's not really much more to know about me. I'm 20 years old. Well, are uh, friends with Harry and Joe, so we're just going to have a little chat about which music. Which is lovely, yes.
0: Music. Music.
1: But Callum, you also are involved in a in a band. Are you not? Oh my
2: God, how did you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm in a band called Silk Skin Lovers. Um... A shameless plug <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole reason he came on here it's like i just want promo please. i'm sorry i'm not the one who brought it up i don't, I, I, I don't remember i don't remember that conversation happening yeah paris yeah and, it, it was um, me i can't lie i'm sorry so yeah um i founded the band with felix who i met on an exchange to uh con in normandy mm-hmm. and then when i first came to paris i didn't have anywhere to stay i didn't really have a plan so i just kind of stayed with him for a week, figured out what I was doing, and then we started writing together properly, and That's then, yeah, met a few more people. And, and
1: now it's become what it is, which is yeah. fantastic. N- nothing
2: crazy, obviously, but, yeah, I mean, we've got some music coming out soon. Stay tuned.
1: Oh, You've done some shows and some things in your time. You've released at least a few songs as well. It's quite yeah. good.
2: Yeah, it's, it's promising. Like, it's, it's um even if we haven't got great success so far, it's just... It's nice, sort of meeting up with people who have similar tastes to you, and you know, t- to do a project together. And, like we, we've been up on like road trips to, like, van and like, shooting a video and stuff. And it's just, it's mm. just great fun, if, if not anything else. Yeah.
1: Building like friendships and stuff, which I think is fantastic in music as well. Making like networks with people, I think is, uh, yeah, it's fantastic, and it? especially yeah. when you're doing performance and stuff. If you're there doing shows and things which is a nice segue into what we're going to talk about today like doing shows with your friends i feel like is a thousand times better like you feel like so much more impassioned about
0: it's the best part of the the medium surely i think anyway like the social aspect of music Mm. like going and meeting people and doing things and like like playing with your friends it's cool to like play play in isolation and go home but like the social aspect of it is like surely why music is like a, you talk about like a community yeah and yeah sort of stuff as well, do you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah. no most certainly wow that's a wonderful segue into today's topic which is going to be looking at uh live performances i guess we spoke about previously like concerts and festivals that we've been to and we've touched on uh also briefly about sort of shows that we have done or performances that we have done kind of growing up and things but i wanted to expand on that and we have one the wonderful callum here as well with his Band and live performance Is that experience? my magician? Like, <laughs> <The> wonderful yeah. <laughs> And his <laughs> assistant, <wonderful>. Joe. <laughs> 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 uh, that's a new like, like breakaway band just in case <laughs> the things don't work out. It's, it's the yeah, wonderful Callum. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> that's the solo career just in case. But yes. So I thought we could just kind of take it in turns, I guess. Talk about sort of live performances you've done. If you've got any like funny stories. Best gig.
0: Or, you should do, we should do best gig, worst gig okay best gig worst gig and then like like favorite moment
1: favorite moment okay
0: so you start harry oh
1: uh <laughs> okay let's see best gig hmm so for those who aren't familiar with myself most of my kind of gig slash live performance has mainly been through kind of choirs as well as acapella groups i've done a few sort of solo things but never any like Oh, I played a festival or things like that. It's I've done open mics. I, I They're still important though. They, they are still important, gigs. absolutely. I wouldn't argue they were my worst gig, but they were probably <laughs> one of my worst. What, like, uh, open mic? Yeah, yeah. I did one in... um. Uh, it's a place called the Mars Bar in Worcester. It's a really what a name. Great, it's a great a name. <laughs> it's so cool. And it's a really nice venue. And I went there. I think I did two... I did one with my friend. It was kind of bad because we were initially going to do um, like a duet. So we did a duet together. He sung and I accompanied him on piano. And we, like, following that, he went off and I did like my performance because the expectation was that he'd yeah. then be able to sing as well afterwards. Yeah. But they just didn't have him on. <laughs> they were just like, oh, we thought it was just you. Oh, well, <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> maybe no. next time. So I felt kind of bad for my friend. Sorry, Max. Um, but, yeah, it wasn't bad It was, I think, just because One of the annoying things for me Is that I'm not necessarily very, like Like I, I quite like my voice As you can probably tell through talking But for singing, it's not It doesn't necessarily carry as well So I feel like I'm not strong on my own So, like, when I've sung with my choir and things over here, You're a strong
0: independent <laughs> yeah. I'm strong, not right? Kelly Clarkson We believe
1: you <laughs> Oh, you're too kind, thank you <laughs> But, yeah, I don't feel like my voice necessarily carries as well. Yeah. And it didn't help that their, like, piano that I would use to accompany myself with, it didn't have... This is a very, like, minor sort of, like, piano, uh, like, pianist sort of problems. Like, it didn't have a pedal. Oh, but, like, no. To sustain. no. <laughs> no it, I was about it, to say, you could know.
2: It ruins <laughs> It ruins your whole life. It just <laughs> makes it
1: lifeless, Yeah, is what I found. And when I was doing, like my songs and things, I was under the impression that they would maybe have some form of pedal yeah. or something that they could bring in. And it was like, oh, we do have like an upright piano, but that's out of tune. So you've just got to use this keyboard, which they use for like other things and was fine. But yeah, it was They're just... so
0: badly prepared though. Imagine yeah. not having like a pedal for your fucking like keyboard. Yeah, it, it
1: was just lifeless, which <laughs> <laughs> is really unfortunate. Like I, I thought I did all right. I did, I think one or two originals as well as, uh, I think I did it as well in first year. It was like a mashup of uh, Finesse by Bruno Mars and Remember the Time by Michael Jackson. Big tune. Because they're both mm. in the same key, I believe. And they have kind of a similar sort of like BPM and stuff. So and I was like, oh, this uh, could work. Bit
0: as well, yeah,
1: it? yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was good fun. But yeah, it was just really lifeless, <laughs> which is so unfortunate. Um, but I'd say the actual worst was one that I showed you i think after our first or second episode the the one the tudor tunes tunes we'll show it to you afterwards callum it is probably the worst eight minutes of music i think you may have seen in your life feels like an hour (laughs) 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 i was there it felt worse (laughs) and um so for context i was part of a like our our school was really keen on doing like acapella choirs. like pentatonics had just become big so this was like 2011 2012 like I still really enjoy them, and we've had this discussion previously that I was a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of a super fan because of that. But uh, they kind of for not forced they nice <laughs> they encouraged like the the strong confident singers throughout like all the high school sort of like between year seven and year eleven to form like a group, which they then called Tudor Tunes to do uh, like a cappella arrangements of things because there was a competition. Uh, called voice festival which is like a really big one for acapella choirs and stuff they do like a youth one a community one and a university one i think if you win the university one you go to the like you know uh, pitch perfect yeah, oh, yeah nice. the official competition that that's based on is called like the icca or like the international collegiate something acapella so America. yeah so you win like a, a I think a hundred grand I think or something like that which is quite cool so if you win so if you win the voice festival the university thing in the UK you become the UK entrant in the finals of that American one so you get to like sing in New York and stuff which is quite cool but what, and they like fire you out and shit. I believe so, yeah. Jeez! Which is that's quite, crazy It is. Um, I think they won uh like two or three years ago, like the UK entrant as well. So nice. big ups to them. Anyway, we're not on that level. So <laughs> they formed this group in January and we were to perform in this competition in March. We had two months of like most of the group was year seven. I had managed to like have my sort of voice change kind of period through that, so I started the group as a soprano and ended up as a bass within about two weeks nice. which is great, so there's little, you see in the video as well, there's three year tens and little year seven Harry singing bass and it's just oh, it's so bad we somehow won best arrangement for like, we did a cold silver linings, pl- we, oh, we did yeah. a Coldplay medley, which so we did two medleys, like one which was top tunes and one which was Coldplay and it was just, oh. play so... medleys
0: are like a staple of secondary schools, though. I <laughs> it was just so bad. In our era.
1: Like, the songs weren't... It's not like they picked bad songs either, but it was just... I just don't know what they were listening to when they claimed that was best arrangement. Yeah. It just was not. <laughs> so, unsurprisingly, we didn't win. But, yeah, there's just an assortment of funny moments, various <laughs> points out of tune, out of key out of time, you know, I, you might have seen it sometimes where they have to like force click to keep you yeah. in time. That happens so often. It was, oh, it, it I kind of have PTSD sort of thinking about it <laughs> no. to this day. It's not good. At all. Oh man. But yeah, that is, uh, that's my worst gig. Most wanna,
0: certainly. Do you want to do your worst gig next? What's your, we do like worst? Yeah, yeah, worst? we yeah. all do worst. You do yours next.
2: Oh God. There were definitely a few back when I was I don't want, like, year seven, year eight, year nine. Oh, like, I won't call this a gig, obviously, but it's a fun story. Okay. Um, I was part of the ukulele club when I was in, like, Oh, year cool. seven, <laughs> year eight. They always um, had ukuleles. Yeah, I was just, I was quite into it. Mm-hmm. Loved me a bit of music. So we went on for, like, the Christmas, um, like, Christmas performance, like, concert sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And the, um, sort of leader of the UK group, like the music teacher, yeah. he decided that we were going to do, um, Gangnam Style. Oh. oh wow. no. So At a
1: Christmas concert. Oh, dear.
2: I learned all of the words in, in <laughs> Korean. Did you really? In and Korean? No sang it To my entire school. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you still know any now? So, that was my best gig. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um... No, I, I I wouldn't want to butcher it. I wouldn't want to. I, I'd want to do, do the song Respect. Mm. A bit, bit of justice, you know. Did you do it Respect at the time? I, I, I think I did. I had it like um, I didn't know what the words meant, but I had it like syllable for syllable. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. You could
0: keep in rhythm. You're committed, man.
2: Yeah, I could do the dance and everything. <laughs> <laughs> were you, so were you singing
1: it as well as playing ukulele as part of this like ukulele group? Yep
2: yeah. yeah. Damn. How many of you that were there? Oh, we were a good, like, 20. We were, we were strong. There's 20 <laughs> of you. There's strength in numbers.
1: Oh, my... That many people playing ukulele, and it's Gangnam style as well. Oh, jeez. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> oh, it was sensational.
2: It sounds um, sick. yeah, I'd say of my two proper, like, gigs I've done mm. with the band, I, the first one we went up to, um, it was a sort of festival up in Normandy, like a private one. It wasn't... It was quite small. It was about... It's about... I don't know, maximum hundred people there. Okay. It wasn't crazy. But like um when we got there, it was it was a mate of Felix's who'd originally sorted it out. hmm And um we thought it was gonna be quite sort of, you know, oh look, here's here's a little room for you guys yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kicked and down. they were they were kind of like nice at first, but it turns out Felix Felix was being weird about it, and it turns out she'd asked us to like pay for tickets even though we're performing. Seriously. Oh, oh. So the first, That's bizarre. First result, first answer that, to that was no. <laughs> <laughs> we're still gonna come up and play though. Yeah. Oh no. So like we just sort of came there and you know played the gig on the first day, and everybody else was meant to stay for a few more days because Felix lives nearby. Mm. And um, just the the way they were acting about it was just pretty awful. So like we we kind of decided you not know, we're gonna get a bit of experience play our thing, yeah. try and sort of use yeah, yeah. each other as a band. Because that was our first gig. We never we never actually played together on a stage before. Oh. Um, and it went pretty well. Uh, Felix got this sort of family friend booker guy on mm. who'd, you know, he put us in his portfolio list of bands or something. Hey, nice. But Felix's mate, he'd like sorted out the whole um, festival. She got really, really annoyed. like he just turned up obviously not paid. I was just sh- like watching. She was like, "Oh, you're just trying to profit off us." Yeah, yeah, we fucking. Are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we're trying to profit off this this experience. Yeah, you asked us to fucking pay. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> you asked us to pay. So, yeah, that was probably one of my more, more... It was mm. tense. It was yeah. tense. But uh, we got things are resolved aren't. and it's all okay. Uh, no, they're still not friends. Serious. <laughs> <yeah>. Oh god, <laughs> that was a big rift after oh, that. Oh my god. Was the actual like gig itself good though when you played that all went well uh, yeah I had a pretty awful time because my like I don't know what it is in English because they, they call it like retour it's like what plays the music back in your face so like you reverb
1: playing. or like the, the feedback the,
2: the, the, the monitors in the front that play back all yeah the they sound. play yeah. The back the sound like right to your ear so you can hear oh. what you're actually playing yeah. okay. I don't know what it is but that's a little okay. speaker that helps you hear what you're playing like yeah. the, the prof- professional artists will have that it in their ear, ear It is, yeah. yeah um that wasn't loud for me at all so i couldn't hear what i was playing you probably would have
1: had to pay for that so
2: Yeah, i had to go just by just muscle memory and a bit of guesswork <laughs> <laughs> trying to
1: trying to listen for the lyrics like where are we in the song oh we're here right
2: yeah but i learned the lesson of pre- good preparation and mm. i feel like sometimes if you're in that situation you might feel a bit overshadowed by like big characters like the guys who are mixing it or the, someone who's in charge and they'll go oh is this alright and you go oh yeah 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 this, this yeah. is fine but just make sure everything's right before you actually start playing
1: yeah absolutely like the importance of rehearsal and stuff especially when you're there doing a gig of like sound checks yeah and stuff like that are super important because obviously mm-hmm. you don't know how sort of like slider friendly they're going to be with certain things especially those mixing so it can definitely impact
0: gosh wow how would you top that Joe? I can't I was trying to think about, like, bad gigs I've had. I had a bad gig one time. That's good. When I used to, like, on a personal level, Mm. when I used to, in, like, first year and, like, the start of second year when, like, my band used to, like, pay for me to come back and do gigs. And that happened, like, three or four times. And one time we did a gig in um, Camden Market. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, this, like, event thing and we were doing three sets that were 45 minutes long okay and i like for for context like i used to play all the time when i was back home yeah and then now i don't play hardly at all so i I was really out of practice Mm. and i thought i could wing it (laughs) oh no i know all the songs like muscle memory and all that sort of shit but like i was like the one thing was like stamina because that was the thing about like mm. like one of one of my friends who's in that band is our ife who's in ezra collective he does like gigs around the world and all that sort of stuff and blah 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 and i've been speak, i remember speaking to him one time and he's like nah bro because the, like the thing about this gig is like for an hour you're just playing constantly like oh. at, like constant 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 because that's what we do We do like what an hour set 10 songs you just go and like you never you're never not playing unless someone's taking a solo yeah. so you're just going and going and going and going so i didn't realize that by doing Brastermind my band when i was back home mm-hmm. my stamina was great cuz yeah. i was doing that gig twice a week or, or every week or something like that so and yeah. i was and then we're doing rehearsals so it's, my stamina was really good and i hadn't played with them for ages mm-hmm. so i came back being like oh yeah it would be fine it would be fine and my lip just gave up oh maybe no maybe about 20 minutes halfway through the first the first set and then i was just a passenger for the rest of it like playing whatever i could playing low down Maybe like a solo that was just kind of like a rhythmic thing rather than anything too crazy. And then it was also like because is in Ezra, Ife can just go Mm. like and go and go and go and go and go and go and go. Like he is one of the best trumpeters out right now. So like I was just kind of there like fucking hell, man. I literally like apologized after the gig. I was like, I'm really sorry about that. That was like really awful. And like to be fair, after that, I did. I practiced like every day for about a month. And then the pandemic hit so I haven't ah. really I haven't really got back into it but yeah that's probably like my worst gigs like that like or a gig where like like you said about sound when, yeah. you, when you can't hear anything and it's just like we used to have like a Blues Kitchen gigs that we do like the same sound guy and one uh, the one in um, Brixton was just a dickhead and like he just would never do, he would just never do it right and like would be too blase about it and then you wouldn't be able to hear it and like people would be getting because people like our drummer Ian very scary fellow um, he'd get pissed off You'd yeah. get really pissed off, you'd just, just be shouting at the sound guy and you'd be like, Yeah, fucking of course. Like no one can hear each other, the balance is off, like you're trying to like and it's gonna make for a bad performance. Yeah, exactly. Even if like people people always say, Oh, but like you could play you guys play anything and like everyone would have a good time. It's like, Yeah, but like quality control from mm. an artist side is also very important. And like you don't wanna do a gig and not be able to hear fucking hear yourself, like you said, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. So a couple of those, but like I reckon those that's that one where I just my stamina was awful mm. that was probably the worst one i've done i reckon a lot of shame off, off that one mm.
1: <laughs> i'm sorry to hear that i i imagine the sort of burden or sort of like the the shame not shame but like shame. <laughs> shame. 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 shame, no but like you're performing with like friends and stuff and you you've obviously sort of done work previously and you have like a, a good reputational thing so it feels yeah it yeah was, it must not feel great to it me. was
0: shit but like they're great people so mm. like it, it was they were they were like nah like you can bounce back and like they were like you weren't even terrible but it was all that sort of stuff but it was like they, that's the whole thing about the social aspect is that they're, they're your mates in it so like they can understand you can have a bad gig here yeah. and there and all that sort of stuff so yeah everyone has a bad gig Everybody like we've all that. said, we've exactly. all had bad
1: gigs, but we bounce back, yeah. and then we have great gigs.
0: Exactly. Which great transition. Great transition. <laughs> great transition We're there, all Harry. About the Tell us about your favorite gig.
1: My favorite gig. Now, I was torn between two. One I've mentioned previously on here, which was, uh, I think, also with Tudor Tunes. It somehow got like.
0: Shooter tunes is like the highs and lows <laughs> of like cappella singing. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah, clearly. Like it got it got better somehow. I think it was later that year. Uh this was like May or June, I think, of like twenty twelve. We did a um do you know you know teach first? Yeah. In the UK. So that it's like a kind of like graduate sort of thing to help teachers get placements into like schools and things. Mm-hmm. So for some reason our school was really keen on like Kind of connecting with them which in essence it makes sense for like the whole education aspect but for some reason they wanted two to tunes to be performing at these events so we did like three or four of these which was mental and one of them was in i want to say warwick and it was insane like we got we got a dressing room somehow i'm like 12 and I didn't expect <laughs> a dressing room. <laughs> like, there were sandwiches and stuff. Like, everything was laid out. I was like, this is mad. Like, we're just doing our Coldplay medley again. Like, we're in and out in ten minutes. How are we getting a dressing room for this? But that was, that was really cool. That was a fun experience. But um, kind of a good thing through a bad thing was the in the original performance that we did, which, again, we'll, we'll show you later, Callum... Um, there was a... Sorry, it sounds so formal. I'll show you... Would you, would you prefer cow, sorry? Uh, no,
2: or or cow? Cal- no, no. I, you can call me anything you <laughs> like, baby. Buy him a drink first. Yeah. Buy a drink. <laughs> Anyway. Sorry, we got off track.
1: Um, in the initial performance, there was a guy called Luke who did the, the solo for the first song in the, uh, the medley, which was The Scientist. By Coldplay, really good song. And unfortunately, he was unwell on the day of said performance. So I filled in to do said solo. Again, my voice wasn't the best then. It's like it was it was very much a sort of tenor solo, and I'd argue myself more baritone, mm. bordering bass. So it wasn't necessarily the one. I couldn't even like all the way do it. But what was amazing about it was that this was not like just a small kind of like school theater or whatever where we did like some gigs for like maybe 150 200 people like that was pretty cool this was a thousand yeah which was mad like it was this it looked bigger in in my head it looks huge but in reality i think it's around like a thousand maybe slightly more and i was the first solo of this whole set that we were doing so I was very much shitting bricks prior because I hadn't seen the size of the stage yet. Yeah, but we had like yeah. dumb rehearsal in like the the corridor like before the stage.
0: It's always a bit. It's always a bit of a mad one as well. Like even if you see the stage before, like you don't see if you don't, you see, don't the or- see the audience it. and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. It's a completely different like pressure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it just went really well somehow. I think because of it's one of those wonderful moments where the nerves were able to kind of turn it into excitement and you were able to sort of gain energy when you're performing so you just lose that sort of that fear and it becomes like fun and enjoyment and you really enjoy being on there and it just worked like it was a really good set for once we were actually in tune (laughs) and in key (laughs) like uh the um the girl who did one of the solos uh what was it uh i think it's like viva la vida yeah she wasn't there either so like someone else did that so it didn't go like off time or anything it That's all nice. worked well it was beautiful so that was one yeah. I, I technically have two um through university this is a more recent one i have sung with the um a group called ensemble lumina uh so they're a sort of also acapella but very different to the a cappella i sung in high school where we butchered the top 40 this is like we would sing traditional pieces we've done probably like 10 to 12 different languages we've had stuff sort of like composed and arranged for our group as well which is kind of cool uh because our director i think is expecting a second child but had congratulations congrats (laughs) and had her first i think last year so the i think one of the sort of head honchos at the church called fred who's a lovely guy he like arranged a piece for um her son, and it's so, so nice. We actually recently did, I'll maybe play it for you afterwards as well, we did like a virtual recording of that, which is, is lovely, it's in Latin, but one of the best performances we did there was uh, we always had a really good Christmas concert. Mm. It's It was just the best feeling. I think the best one, the first one was really, really good, but the second one was somehow better, even though I hadn't had sleep in 48 hours because i had been out the two nights before doing karaoke. i'd been to karaoke and then i got invited to a party i was like oh is because i was i was good friends with the people who were hosting the party they were like is it okay if i stay over and things they were like yeah yeah sure fine but i didn't know sort of like the code of when i could go to bed so i was there up until like five (laughs) i was (laughs) i was up until like five six a.m like I should probably get some sleep now. So, I had the roughest three hours sleep in my life. <laughs> this was also during the transport strikes, and they lived in the
0: 50s. Oh my god. I had what? awful oh, curse time. <laughs> A
1: very cursed time. <laughs> I had to then go home back to the ninth to get my suit and stuff, to then come back to the 7th to do this gig.
0: What, do you, like, like, walk there or something? I
1: had to get the bus, which is the most painful thing when, obviously, the the Metro isn't running, so everybody is on this bus. Oh, God, yeah. It is chaotic as hell. But even with no sleep and very much hungover, it ended up just being, like, the best performance because it's not only our choir but the main American church choir as well as the youth choir that are really good. Uh, there's a few like soloists as well. Our director I think does normally one or two solos in that performance as well. We do two performances and in the middle there's like a boatload of food. Like everyone brings like a dish or something like that.
0: So you were carving up. Yeah, I, I was carving <laughs> up.
1: I was very much like just, it was, it was more sobering up than carving up, <laughs> I can't lie. But it's just that feeling of just being there and singing i don't know how but it's just every time you do festive music and in that moment mm. as well where it's like a full church and you've got this huge christmas tree and yeah. it's like candlelit and you're with all these other singers that are all like equally as impassioned to sing as you are can't beat it best that's moment oh, I love sorry i waffled a bit there that no, was
2: quite a no, lot fine
0: Powell?
2: no I, I definitely agree with you like on the i used to do um lot of choir stuff in primary school and i can't mm. remember that well obviously because was a while ago but i absolutely agree like some of the like, i'm i'm not religious anymore but just the vibrations that you would feel mm. christmas man christmas, and just everyone singing it's together always in this room yeah yeah,
0: yeah. and the acoustics in church is always lovely as well it's the best thing so, yeah absolutely is that, is that yours, Callum? The <laughs> primary school Christmas concert?
2: Yeah, great story, right? It <laughs> <laughs> um, was a lot shorter than mine, so it probably was quite <laughs> good. Uh, yeah, apart from my um, legendary Gangnam-style performance, <clears throat> I would say it's... Uh, I, I, I would talk about, like, probably the more proper stuff. Yeah, was, like, okay. So, like, with Silk Skin Lovers, the second gig that we did, it, i wouldn't even call it like a concert because it was like more of a competition okay there wasn't a um, was that the one at the, the yeah. rock on cinema no grand zib oh grand Zebra. um so it's like a um, sort of music performance school it's, it's like oh
1: that was the one you did recently wasn't it yeah
2: yeah and um so there wasn't even an audience it was just sort of a panel of industry experts and stuff which was quite i i feel kind of was, more like the x-factor to be honest than uh yeah than like it, was a like, it was like the x-factor but it was like <laughs> instead of simon cowell it's just you know I, I was gonna insult the guy because he was a prick but <laughs> you I, probably I, shouldn't
1: I, do that for your reputation let's move on no he
2: was he was lovely i i, I lied. um <laughs> anyway anyway this this one was a lot more a lot more professional. Okay, than, uh, you didn't have to one. pay to perform. Oh god, yeah, that for a start. But like <laughs> we came in, we had like a little dressing room. We had time to sell. You had
1: time. To- oh my goodness, what had- time is such a blessing for stuff like that. I feel like that's an underrated thing. But just having, like, the sort of ability to just take it all in, and to breathe, and to think, right, here's the things that we need, rather than.
2: Oh, right, so you've just got here, but you're on in five minutes. Good luck. Yeah, innit? So, like, they had people coming around, like, helping us set up. Mm. Like, the guy who was um, mixing the sound was just the nicest guy. The nicest guy. Who's... Everything was so calming and relaxing. I had time to go back into the other room, put a little bit of eyeliner on. <laughs> Come on. See, and living like... your best life. There absolutely. you go. Time and space to do what you want to do. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, we went on, we did um, five songs which just, they all went perfectly like I could hear what I was playing for a start. <laughs> this
1: is fantastic. I and feel yeah. like this concert is just, well, this gig is just all the things that should have gone right in that sort of worst gig. Exactly. Just and came to this one. was where it mattered.
2: Mm. But to be fair, this one didn't turn out very well because we didn't get through the competition. <laughs> <laughs> I, won't, I won't lie to you guys. Did you get
0: complimented at the end though? No,
2: so yeah, the idea was you do the concert, And then you go into like the back room where all of the panelists have convened there are about eight of them in all some of them were like um vocal coaches some of them were like stage managers some of them were like um like media reps and stuff and one of them was um like an actual singer like an artist but she didn't really like talk a lot until the end so basically a lot of them were kind of slandering just like oh the uh, the sounds were a bit confused, in my opinion, and oh, so yeah, you're you're an English-French band, and you sing in English. I think they were looking for French acts. Uh, primarily. Uh, we're the only ones singing in English, right? I see. So um, they're kind of
1: different dynamic,
0: though. Exactly.
2: I was about to say, like, Fucking
1: you were stood out as those who were singing in English, like
0: <laughs> anti-British sentiment <laughs> after <laughs> Brexit at an all-time high.
2: That's crazy. Yeah, they did mention Brexit. <laughs> of course they did. Um, but yeah, after all, the sort of, there there were lots of like, there were compliments and there were sort of, I won't say insults, I'd say Const- constructive, constructive criticism.
1: <laughs> did they hit you with like a shit sandwich? I got taught this in my work. Like, they start with a compliment, then like the main sort of meat of it is like all the constructive stuff, and then they're like, but you did this well at the end, yeah. just to like make you feel better.
2: Was it like that? A, a little bit, yeah. Mm. And then they sort of all done saying their turn I, r- I realized i was like there was there's there's someone still to talk about this and then the, the main guy the uh, mm. the lovely lovely gentleman <laughs> <laughs> um he goes oh so do, do you have anything to say any sort of points to his left and there, there was a woman sort of sitting kind of behind the rest of them and she was like um she, she, well, in french and all that she's mm-hmm. like uh yes uh and i actually disagree with everything that you guys have said I thought it was great. I thought the harmonies were beautiful. I thought the mixing was lovely. The hey. sounds are great. It was very melodic. It was very, it was like, I was like, who is this woman? <laughs> and why am I in love with her? <laughs>
1: why um, are you here now? Why didn't you say yeah, this at the beginning? That would have filled us with hope. <laughs> you should
2: have chimed in before. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was a nice pickup. And it turns out that she is part of, there's this French duo called Brigitte. Okay. They are quite big. Like on Spotify, they have like 20 mil on a few of their best songs. And, things like that. And they're they're quite big. They albeit they're like a middle aged person's Yeah. Man. Band. You can okay. ma- you make your money however you make your money, is it? Yeah, and sh- she's she's one of the one of the women in that group. So it was like really promising. And when our E P comes out we're gonna like send it to her a week in advance and be like, Oh, we saw that you liked us as a rock like can you can you <laughs> can, can you, you, give us some can you promo? do some promo please <laughs> <laughs> but, Yeah she seemed lovely so I definitely like that will be a Hopefully, a connection for the future because she's properly like in it. She's in the industry. She knows people.
1: Yeah, I was about to say, especially within the music industry and doing things like that, it's a case of it's part like what you know, but it's more who you know. Yeah, absolutely. Are we? Are we okay? Fine. Need to the okay.
0: Fine. We're, cool. we're just make,
1: we're just making sure we don't want to don't want the laptop to die midway yeah. through.
2: No way. It'll be fine.
1: It should be okay. Wonderful, but yeah, that's great that you're able to obviously have those connections and, and things. Of course, Joe and I will be will do some shameless promo for your EP when it when it comes absolutely. out. Of course, that's that's what we're here for. That's Thank why we're you. your friends. We support you exactly. absolutely.
2: Thank
1: you, guys. Speaking of Joe, it's it's your turn, sir. <laughs> the do you have a Are just getting <laughs> <laughs> the the best part is the segways, It's not the actual <laughs> talking. What um, is your best gig? If you have a best gig, I have like.
0: If you I have f- more than have, one, that's fine. I, I mentioned two. I've probably mentioned two. I have a few I could mention. Mm. Honorable mentions is a gig I did at Alexandra Palace. Ooh. We used to do like, um, ha- like um, Guy Fawkes and I at Ali Pally, and we'd always play there, and like that was really good. But the two I would probably say, in terms of like purely gig experience, mm. we did this gig in at Bussy Building in Peckham. um at the end in 2019 and like back then like it was like my first gig back and all that sort of stuff and like i'd invited like is like izzy to come and Mm -hmm. like all of my friends because it was for this night called soul train which is quite famous down in south and like um we were headlining it brass mind and then we used to do touch the sky by kanye west and Ah, I, and i would and i would do the rap and that was always the song that we finished with right so we would do um and we would actually we would do it we'd start off in moving on up move on up by curtis mofield mm-hmm. start playing that blah 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 and then there'd be oh because ba- isn't that sampled yeah in the... and then, so and then, then a we do transition. a ba- ba- and then i put my trumpet down and then all of a sudden it would switch to ba. but i gotta testify <laughs> and i'd come out the back change the trumpet so, like, pick up a mic like a video of this. so like we like we did the whole set and it just was—it was great. Everyone was loving it. Like my mm. friend Misha, um, used to do a, a, a Snoop Dogg rap. I can't remember what it was, but like he's just the coolest motherfucker alive. So like, it was just popping, popping, popping. And like backstage, we had like a dressing room. They, we had unlimited refills on Captain Morgan's Spice Rum, Oh! Like, un,
2: un, un, like, like ginger, <laughs> yeah. ginger beer,
0: Coca-Cola, mm. co, like, 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 food, all that sh- all the shit we could ever have needed. Like, just, we'd, and we'd just be like, to so the guys, can we have another bottle of rum, please? They'd be like, yeah, of course, course. <laughs> cool. you don't have to ask. Yeah, it was great. And that was great after the party as well because we just took everyone back up to the dressing room and got fucked. <laughs> but like, um, and then like, yeah, it just was going really well and then it got time for Touch the Sky. <laughs> mm. It just banged. It was just really, really good. I, like, remembered every word. Me and my friend, me and Ife, like, actually did both did both of the verses together. Which oh, was really the, fucking like, the sick. Lupe,
1: Lupe Third. Yeah. The Spirit It
0: was just so good. Like, a rum and ting in my hand. Like, oh. fucking microvin in and the other. The other one, if, so that's oh, probably, wait. like.
1: If, sorry, before, uh, I don't mean to cut you off. This now makes more sense why a karaoke, yeah. you would do yeah. Touch the Sky. That was, that, I can that get... is, like, Joe's go-to. Because yeah. I don't away from the screen yeah yeah you don't to, know, the, I don't need what, to know the you don't need to know because you already know
0: it exactly so that's why i still do it. I haven't done it in ages so i probably don't remember it.
1: when it comes back
0: oh yeah i'll be down i'll be down absolutely. at the highlander but um we
1: may not be able to pay you to come and do it but <laughs> we'll see what we could do it's fine a couple of drinks will be on right. street in
0: it um but the second the second one's more of like an experience experience in terms of like everything building up to and the gig itself was okay. like That was when I did the Olympics. Ah, yes. Because then we did, because then it was like, how old will I have been? 13. Mm -hmm. And we were doing, we recorded Mm -hmm. in Abbey Road for like two days. And like we were doing, met Danny Boyle a few times. And we were like sworn to secrecy. Like we had to sign like non-disclosure agreements. Gosh. And like if you broke it, they would like like kick you off the thing. Mm -hmm. And so I know one of the guys actually on it like told his mates and got kicked off. So, that? like, it was, like, hype, because obviously it was the Olympics opening ceremony, so they were, like, try, Danny Boyle was, like, to us, you can't tell anyone about this, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we were going, they would, like, we'd go to LSO St. Luke's, because I was doing it with the LSO. Okay. Um, LSO St. Luke's is in uh, Old Street, in, like, central, Easty, kind of, like, Shoreditch way, and then they would, like, we'd get, we'd have to go there at 7 a.m., and they would bus us over to the Olympic Stadium, and then we'd be there from, like, 9 till 9. Rehearsing, Gosh. and like just like we couldn't tell anyone what we were doing, where we were going, like all that sort of stuff. And then did like a dress rehearsal that like my dad and my brother came to, which was really good. And then like I just remember like the night it happened was just like the most surreal thing I've ever been like a part of. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. like saw like Usain Bolt or like Chris Hoy, like all this because obviously there's like the parade of yeah. the athletes and all that sort of stuff. And then like. We've got, like, we're, like, mic'd up and then, like, fucking Michelle Obama's there and all that sort of stuff. And it was just, like, all these world leaders. And it was, like, only, like, we were only on, we did um, Nimrod by Elgar. Okay. And the National Anthem, I think. And that was it. That's why I I know the National Anthem off by heart because of that period of time. Because I had to sing it so much. And it's, it's (laughs) like, no, (laughs) no, literally, fuck Britain. But, like, it's the only reason I know it. Because we just had to sing sing it and sing it and sing it and sing it and sing it. And, like... Yeah, and then it was over in like ten minutes, was, and we weren't even allowed to stay to watch. Damn. Cause Mr Bean was on straight after. No, not Mr Bean. He wasn't on straight after us. There was like, you know, <laughs> sorry, that's <just> so funny. <laughs> 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 yeah, was, that was gig, and Mr Bean was on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we were like, it up. <laughs> there
0: was Michelle Obama, uh, Usain uh, Bolt, Chris Hoy, yeah. Mr B. <laughs> yeah. It was like, and then obviously that they just bought the Olympic Stadium and all that sort of stuff, so it was really yeah, new yeah. and like yeah it was like it was really surreal and then like we didn't yeah we didn't get to we didn't get get to stay we like they literally booted us out and i was on my way home like maybe about half an hour after we were done and and then that was it but it was like in terms of like but like entire gig experience like working up to it and all that sort of stuff and then the gig the one-off gig actually happening that's probably the best the coolest one i've ever done
1: i mean it sounds the fact it was cool when you had to sign a non-disclosure agreement for the (laughs) offset it's like it's that top secret Gosh, is there like can we like is there footage of you doing that yeah
0: yeah yeah there is it's it's footage on like (laughs) there's footage on iplay i've got like a screenshot on my phone as well of like I put like, cause I obviously, they had it on iPlayer. After, so yeah, like, yeah. I found there's like, they do like a line shot of all of the trumpets and you can see me and I like paused and took a screenshot of it and stuff like that. Hey, that was cool. And that's then, amazing. Yeah, it was, that was like, it was kind of a crazy time as well cause like, from that, that's when I got, how I got that London Underground thing.
1: Oh, so did they find you through that?
0: Well, it, yeah, yeah. Cause like, when, when I ended up doing that, like, poster campaign thing on the tube, oh, that yeah. was for, they, we did like a, we went back a year later mm-hmm. and did like another gig that's like a year since the Olympics. And then they were like, Oh, do you want if we take some photos from you? And like, well, they're going to be on like the, uh, you're going to be like the face of the LSO, like um, London underground campaign. And then like did that. So then that was on the tube. I was on the tube for like fucking six months. and all that sort of stuff
1: is in your picture, not you playing trumpet. On no, the no, no, no. Like, like
0: there's a picture of me and a quote that they made up of like, that I said, and like, I was the LSO advert. Hopefully it's and not anything incriminating. No. <laughs>
1: like, it's, it's something about like music or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It was just like... Not, I was, not some capitalist stuff It was stuff just again. like, I love playing in um, the LSO, and I had the best time playing in the Olympics, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, then, like, yeah. Yeah, it was in a few stations. but Yeah, it was kind of a crazy time.
1: That's amazing, amazing gosh.
0: So yeah, that's probably the coolest one i would
1: take. Yeah, okay, you win. <laughs> yeah, like, the, you, you, can't really, uh, you can't really, That's my that. trump card.
0: That's your that's trump card. The only trump card I ever played at the Olympics. That I did beat that. that. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. No
2: man, my Gangnam Style story. <laughs> 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 when you see the
1: tune Studio Tunes, that's gonna blow it all <laughs> out of the water. Absolutely. But yeah. Wow. Yeah. Gosh, that was. Those are some great stories. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Thank definitely. you both for. Uh, Discussing those. Now, Callum, I'm not sure if you're too familiar with our closing segment, the as it format. were. Oh,
2: what's going on? So,
1: it's not anything too intense. Nice. Uh, we ask, normally we ask each other, and then we play the songs after to, uh, to get acquainted with them. Is there, like, a song? Like, do you have, like, a song of the week or something that you're really enjoying oh, listening yes. to right now? Get, you, you can have some time. Right I've now. got, um, I've got one prepared because it is already the top of my on-repeat. I love it that much. It's a song called Golden by Scott Vlasis. I thought you were going to
0: say the fucking Harry Styles one. But
1: But no, it's just like, it's so, like, it's just got like a driving beat. And normally when I suggest, uh, most of my songs are like party tunes and they're quite fun and happy. This is a bit more like, I guess, kind of low-key, but it's really, really fun, I think. And some of the, like instrumentation behind it as well and the driving beat that it's got i think is really good nice. and when you listen with headphones it's like got the panning and stuff between the left and the right and i feel like that adds to the effects quite well there, there we go
0: my musical knowledge i appreciate a bit of effects like that though it's always like it just when it's
1: used well not like ott you need to drop in every single effect because you can
0: yeah of course but when you when when it's when a song is engineered in the correct way shall we say. Yeah, like yeah. It really makes, like, all the
1: The, r- the right amount, absolutely. Exactly. But yeah, Golden, Scott Vlasis, love it. I, are it you
0: thing. still looking? Or should I do mine? Yeah, go for yours. Um, What's yours, Jack? Um, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I've oh, no. <laughs> I've been listening to, um that new Reggie Snow song really good. Okay. Relax. It's just very kind of like, I was talking to my mate Patrick about it earlier, mm. and, like, it's just, he's very... He obviously for people who don't know reggie snow he's a rapper from dublin yeah um, he's been around for a while now kind of k- pops popped off at the start of the decade with like a few other like um guys from southeast london like king Crew and stuff like that mm. and then he's been making just kind of his whole thing's always been kind of just like lo-fi chill music very kind of summery vibe like his last album's incredible dear annie and like um he's got like a lot of just very happy summer tunes on it and all that sort of stuff good bars very chill he's got a song out of mf doom and like this came out yesterday or the day before and i've just been listening to it all the time it's just called relax by reggie snow r-e-double-j-i-e it is the one
1: i'm thinking i really like uh because the name rung a bell to me I like Egyptian Lover. Yeah, with Amine and Dana Williams, wonderful, wonderful song. That so album's I, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say I'm scrolling through it now. I had only just heard that. There's twenty songs on this album. Good grief. Yeah, it's that really is a good. lot. But yeah, Reggie Snow, mm-hmm. I, I can support that.
0: Cow. And last uh, but not least, there, there
1: the there special guests. <laughs> <laughs> you um, you can suggest a few. It's fine. You're the guest. You have free reign.
2: Um, I'd say I'd say as one. Of the the whole of the last week, I've mm. I've been listening back to like um, Blur records and Ooh. 1992 by Blur just has. It's so understated, and it really sh- builds up throughout the song. And there's just this beautiful chord sequence that's. It's it's obviously like um like Graham Coxon's written it because mm. he just does the best best chord progressions right fucking ever, <laughs> and um the way the melody interacts with the chord, it's just such a beautiful, like, mm. they've, they've taken that, just a melody and chords on the guitar, and taken it to its, like, logical end, and made it as distorted and sort of, uh, like, built it up as much as it can possibly done, and it's just, I've been obsessed with it, I can't stop playing it, I can't stop singing it in my head. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, sometimes music
1: can just move you in that way yeah. like it doesn't necessarily like i think for some people i've had it sometimes where like there's particular lines in songs or certain lyrics that will like stick out to me and will resonate to me mm. but then other times you can kind of ignore the sort of the lyrics but the music itself just those certain chords or how it's played just can move you entirely it
2: conveys like, meaning mm. even better than like the yeah yeah sometimes. absolutely
1: no, I fully support yeah. that. Wow, those are some those are some wonderful suggestions. Yeah. I think that's I a think that great sells. place to wrap this episode up. Thank you very much, Cal, for joining us. Thanks, Cal. Yes, thanks, no Harry. Yeah, thanks thank you, you Joe, as well. <laughs> <laughs> Got to thank everyone. Exactly. Uh, but yes, thank you very much th- for listening. That was the ULIT Music uh, Show with Harry, Joe, and Callum. Uh, thanks again, and we will catch you in the next Bye. one. Bye. See ya.